it's sunday november 8 welcome to a new episode of bazaar i'm your host sid and joining me today is my friend utsav who's also a lawyer in delhi and you know whenever i have any problem whenever i have any issues with law or if i have any questions regarding law he is my go to person so utsav welcome to the show and it's great to have you hi sidhat it's a pleasure being on the show again looking forward to a good session with you again today yeah so you know the topic for today is again building on the previous episode that we did together on the antitrust hearing and the antitrust hearing that took place in congress where the heads of the world's most powerful companies google facebook amazon and apple commonly known as the tech giants they were questioned about their anti competitive practices in the market and in that episode we spoke about the findings of the committee and how each entity defended itself against each allegation and this episode is sort of an update in which uh, we'll be talking about the recommendations of that committee and the case filed against google so if you have not heard that episode that we did previously on the antitrust hearing you know do check it out uh, it will build a great context before you start this one and you know starting this episode you told me you know when we were starting with our research that the congress had released some 449 page report covering everything on this antitrust hearing what's this report all about well i must tell you there are actually two reports so one is the 449 page report which we had discussed which is by the majority members of the committee on the findings of the antitrust hearing and then there's a minority report by the minority members also termed as the buck report which uh, agrees with most of the views of the majority except in the recommendations made uh, pursuant to their finding so what the majority found in this report in its 449 page 1 is that the tech giants are dominant in several interlinked markets and they're acting as gatekeepers preventing smaller players from entering respective industries now the combined valuation of these companies google facebook amazon and apple as of september 2020 was more than 5 trillion us dollars wow and if left the dominance of these entities could even uh, go to such an extent that they would own about 30% of the gross economic output in the next 10 years hmm that's a lot i mean 30% of the world's economic output that's basically becoming a superpower so yeah and like again to give a comparison these these four companies are twice the size of india's gdp uh i know it's not an apple to apple comparison but you know that should be enough to paint a picture in your mind about you know how big and powerful these companies are there's no way that you can compete with them is there well that really is true because not only is the economy under their control they have now uh, managed to exert their influence over institutions of press and media and the credibility of news items is going down day after day because of these external controls yeah and like if you're a startup it's it's a nightmare going toe to toe with these tech giants well the environment for startups is such that they would think at least a couple of times before competing with any of these tech giants because if they do so then venture capitalists would be wary of investing in them then the services offered by these giants appear to be free of cost but they actually come at a really huge cost which is user data our data mine and yours and anyone who is listening to our show is being collected on a day to day basis and monetized by building consumer mm-hmm. profiles and targeting the preferences of consumers by these tech giants 
exactly i mean you know like they say when i was learning finance and economics there's no such thing as a free lunch and in today's world you know data is money so you're actually paying these companies a lot i mean you're not losing any money out of it but you're giving them a lot of data which indirectly is money for these companies so you know there's no free lunch ever yes and in fact the financial resources that these companies have accumulated through collecting and monetizing our data is then used by them to influence law making and lobbying lobbying is a term which refers to influencing the making of policies in government this is something which these companies do on a day to day basis and in fact they have dedicated policy teams for these uh, practices yeah so you know again uh, these these companies have a lot of power and also at this moment you know not a lot of competition but like if i had to draw a comparison out of these four tech giants i still feel that amazon faces reasonable competition because you know walmart is constantly breathing down its neck uh, in india it faces a formidable competitor in reliance you know there's there's also an ongoing battle between reliance and amazon right now regarding the acquisition of future retail we'll do a show on that on a separate note but the other three companies apple facebook google do they really have any competition because i feel that there's there's no company out there which can compete with these uh, these tech giants and you know what has congress said in its majority report regarding the practices that these companies engage in to retain their dominance in the market well i would firstly tell you that your idea about amazon not facing competition or facing little competition isn't exactly correct and we can come to that later first let me tell you about facebook and google which are the one of which are two of the companies which have the most antitrust related concerns uh, so facebook for instance snuffs out any potential competition through killer acquisitions mm. now those of instagram and whatsapp were actually killer acquisitions and it has stripped the market to its favor in such an extent that now the only competition it faces is from its own product such as instagram and whatsapp so <laughs> they have basically they have basically totally got rid of external competitors you know we we have to hand it to mr zuckerberg because this this guy knows how to stay ahead of the curve yeah mr zuckerberg's uh, quite a genius but you can't also underestimate sundar pichai who's who's brought google to to the levels that it is i mean it, it was also there before him but you know he has contributed and the dominant position that google occupies if you look at it is influences the online ad market uh, and in this ad market it either shows ads to promote itself or that of paid users so hence it accumulates resources in this manner also and it uses its own products such as google chrome to control the market it is also mandated that all android smartphones have uh, the google play store pre installed and uh, then it has uh, the uh, players who are selling their apps on the google play store basically pay hefty commissions for this so in this way it's all these products and mechanisms of google are interlinked to consolidate its power in the market yeah i mean the app store commissions have been in the news you know regarding apple also like if you remember the epic games issue that was ongoing and we'll talk about the trouble that's brewing for google in some time but uh, you know out of these four companies i really feel that google is the most powerful and it operates as a pure monopoly it it's got insane power google 
definitely definitely google is is one of the largest and uh, now if you look at even apple so apple has a policy similar to google in that in the apple store on apple devices uh, it preferences its own apps and then mm-hmm. it also charges hefty commissions from the app developers so that way they're all following similar policies yeah i remember that again like the 30% commission that apple charges from its app developers it's a it's a serious bite for app developers and we've we've seen in recent times how you know uh, epic games went guns blazing against apple for its in app purchase policies you know there was also talks in india about how companies like paytm and other startups they they want to basically come out and create a different app store to avoid this commission but you know it's it's a long road ahead i mean to replace google and apple app store it's it's a long road ahead it's a difficult thing to do i agree with you it is indeed difficult because uh, these companies are huge and although these these smaller companies who are who are slowly gaining track and momentum are taking steps to counter these huge influ- uh, influence by these companies it's still a long way to go and and now coming back to your views on amazon so amazon has some of the most predatory practices it uh, sells its own products on its on the platform where external buyers are selling their products and then it also collects their data to find out about them and either buy them out or eliminate them ruthlessly from the market yeah amazon i mean i was talking about the competition that it faces in walmart and reliance but yeah globally every everyone is scared of amazon like if if you see jeff bezos or if you see amazon entering into a market you know that he's he enters a market to become the number one player in that market so yeah it's it's difficult to compete with them and you know talking about competition i think apple and facebook also might face a little bit of fight back from emerging startups because you know apple is increasingly focusing on in, uh, increasing its services revenue because it knows how difficult it is to continuously innovate a physical product you know and facebook also will continue to face competition from companies like snapchat tiktok again tiktok is it's facing issues on its own but you know it's it's competition is there for facebook as well but again like you said you know facebook is notorious for acquiring its competitors if zuckerberg cannot compete with you he'll just buy you and over time i think this becomes a vicious circle and you know we we caught in a loop well definitely and in order to defeat that loop the congress committee has recommended a series of measures so the majority members have recommended that these entities be prohibited from entering into adjacent lines of business now this is similar to what is there in section 4 clause 2 clause e of the competition act in india which prevents entities from using their dominant position in one market to enter into and control another market so what basically happens here is that if for instance you are you are in a particular product line where you're already dominant and there is something which is a closely interrelated product mm. in another line of business so use your dominant position in this market to also uh, enter that market it's it's basically leveraging the resources and power that you have and the majority report further says that uh, these entities should not be allowed to impose discriminatory conditions on competitors selling their apps on the platform such as commission that google play store and apple's play store demand from app developers they also want to develop interoperability and data portability so that users can switch platforms without losing data so now interoperability is again a concept like 
you're already used to using Facebook a lot and there's a lot of data that you have on Facebook. But if you want to switch on to switch on to another app which offers the same things that Facebook does, but you will be wary of losing your data. So interoperability uh, measures can help reduce the loss of that data. And uh, further, the committee most importantly recommended that any acquisitions or startups by these tech giants should be presumed to be anti-competitive. The legal presumption should operate against them as per the committee. Apart from all this, they feel that the budgets of the enforcement agencies such as FTC should be increased and that news publishers should provide it safe harbor so that they can report against these enterprises without fear and so that we can have freedom of press once again. Hmm. So to summarize what you're saying is that what this majority report is saying is that you cannot enter similar lines of business. You shouldn't, you should not charge high commissions. You should allow full transferability of data. And this is very surprising for me. Any acquisition that you make is going to be anti-competitive. I mean, that would be like telling Sachin in his prime days that you can't score a century. That's, I think that defeats some level of, you know, purpose of why these entities are operating in some place. I think that's a bit harsh, but who am I to say, but you know, uh, either ways, these are all recommendations, isn't it? I mean, as of now, you can't take any legal action against these companies. So life goes on. And you mentioned that there's also some minority report. What does that say? And how many reports are there in total? Dude. So, so Siddharth, there's basically two reports, the majority and the bug report or minority report. And bug report is, uh, they have views similar to actually what you have here and, and that, you know, killer acquisitions uh, is an extreme term and that any acquisition cannot be deemed to be a killer acquisition. So the minority has recommended that scrutiny should be conducted before terming any acquisition as, uh, as anti-competitive. And further, the bug report says that uh, strong action against monopolistic behavior is is a good uh, idea hypothetically, but uh, the major, but as per Buck report, majority hasn't taken into account the jurisprudence in the U.S., which shows that the onus lies on these agencies to prove that there's anti-competitive behavior, and the burden of proof is pretty high. So the Buck report says that these giants cannot be altogether barred from entering adjacent lines of business either, and all in all, they don't agree with the hard mandates of the majority and think that that, you know, there should be a proper level of scrutiny before these measures are imposed. Yeah, because I feel that however big these companies are, if you like the point about the acquisition, if you stop that, if you stop these acquisitions, then, you know, the entire ecosystem can fall apart because these four companies are the companies that really make the acquisitions, the big acquisitions, you know, they fund these startups and the entire ecosystem could be shaken away. Like if you if you stop those acquisitions. So, uh, you know, I think that's a bit harsh, but, uh, I feel that all these reports, you know, you can, you can release all the reports that you want, but is that going to change anything? Because the only way real change ever happens is through action. And on that front, I think the department of justice did not disappoint. Did they? Well, I'm not surprised that the department of justice took this action against Google, because if you look at the decisions of the European courts, or European Court of Justice and, and other courts, even even individual courts of different countries in Europe, many have imposed heavy fines on Google and taken serious action in the past as well. Yeah, I mean, so just to break it down, the Department of Justice has filed an antitrust lawsuit against Google. 
saying that you know the company prevents consumers from accessing other search engines and google and sundar pichai they need to prove that you know they don't unfairly dominate the online search engine market which is which is going to be a hell of a task because let me ask you this question how many other search engines can you think apart from google that come to your mind well bing and yahoo are a few that come to mind though one can't help but set google as their default search tool exactly my point because uh, <laughs> i had a terrible experience every time i have used bing first of all i've never used bing willingly because it's on certain browsers it's it's the default search engine so just when i'm searching when i'm making that first search bing pops up and i i really don't like its uh, user interface and the experience so keeping that in mind you you just can't compete with google because their services are the best and that's really what it is i mean google is providing the best service out there so you know and that's what sundar and google is coming out and defending themselves that you know we are not unfairly dominating the market we are just providing what the user wants and it it's so deeply rooted in our minds we i don't i don't think we can comprehend switching our search engines because google is the default setting in our brains well in fact recently in october after the antitrust hearing by congress concluded the department of justice along with attorney generals of 11 states filed a civil lawsuit against google in columbia district court to take action against google for its anti competitive practices thus bringing to light the exclusionary and one sided agreements that uh, these smaller businesses were being forced to enter into with google which has a 90% market share in search and search advertising for many years so the very idea of yeah not being able to switch away from google is because of the the kind of uh, presence of these this company has established for itself for so many years uh, and uh, they have only been able to do so through these practices which as per the law are anti competitive yep and you know one of the biggest revelations while i was doing the research was the deal between apple and google because uh, not many people know this but google pays apple around 8 to 12 billion dollars annually for building google search engine into its products so you know that that's probably the single largest payment google makes to any of its uh, suppliers and this is money that apple would not want to walk away from you know uh, n- uh, nearly half of google's search traffic comes from apple devices and according to the department of justice losing the apple deal you know would be a code red situation in google so if this if this deal falls apart then you know it's it's not a fun time well definitely because the payment made by google to apple is huge it accounts for around 14 to 21% of apple's annual profit and this sheds light in the fact that not only are these companies taking measures on their own to curtail competition they're actually working hand in glove like a parallel coalition government to retain hmm. their hold over the market and the doj has approached the courts for an injunction injunction against google to prevent it from continuing this practice targeting specific deals like the one you just discussed which uh, in order to you know combat google's monopoly you know it's it's funny let's for one moment believe that you know the department of justice is able to pull the plug and let's say google loses the apple deal now you know obviously uh, apple would not be very happy about it because it just lost access to easy money but you know it will be catastrophic for google because this might actually push apple to build their own search engine and you know people working for google believe that apple might be the only player in the world the only company in the world 
that can actually compete with Google head to head when it comes to search engine. So if the Department of Justice probably makes this deal go south, if if the deal does not hold good, then I think Google is in trouble. What do you think? Well, I think your idea about Apple being the only potential competitor in search engines is probably based on the fact that uh, just like Google has control over Android devices uh, in terms of pre-installation of search tools. Similarly, Apple also has uh, control over the iOS devices. And But if you still look at it, there's always been other search engines around and merely, merely restricting making Google the default search engine won't, won't change everything. Other search engines also have to measure up to the standards of quality that, that Google has had. However, Google might have achieved it. But they'll have to match those standards. Definitely, because I don't think, like, even if this deal does not take place, like, even if Google is not my default search engine, if, let's say, Yahoo or Bing is my default, but I'm not going to use it. I'm going to change it to Google because Google is so much more easier to use and they have just created the best product out there. So it's it's going to be difficult and probably, you know, some like you said, something really radical has to take place. Probably a search engine which can compete with Google and provide the same level of service that Google does. But again, you know, because Google is so powerful, that's something which is very difficult for startups and for other search engines to match that level of service that Google gives. So it's still very early days. But, you know, this this lawsuit filed by DOJ really got to have sent shivers down the spine of Sundar Pichai and Google's top management. And it can also be seen as an indirect warning to the other three big tech firms because, you know, they could very well be next on the Department of Justice radar, right? Because if uh, probably, you know, a landmark case against Google might force these companies to rethink their practices and probably force them to be on the right side of the law. What do you think? Well, it's not the first time that uh, Google has faced legal action, uh, but the fact that it is now on home turf uh, may shake up not only Google, but even these other companies, Facebook, Amazon, and Apple. And because it's it's a different thing when you know have you have a case filed against you in say Europe or India, and which which have had which has happened a lot of times with the competition tribunals of these countries and also with international courts like the ECJ. But uh, to have something like this happen on home turf will definitely shake them up. Hmm. That's true. Let's let's see what happens. I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I am expecting something radical to take place because, I mean, come on, the power has to shift, right? It cannot be concentrated among these four big giants, and something something has to happen now. Yes, I mean, considering the fact that these apps are ingrained into our day-to-day lives, so a major change is needed. And although, Siddharth, there's one thing that we haven't yet covered. So this is something I'd like to ask you since you're the, you're the financial whiz that I know, uh, being a CA and interested in finance. Tell me about how the hearing and these findings has impacted the share market and the overall world economy. And what's the effects going to be in the future? So, you know, honestly, not one thing. There's, there's no single one thing that, you know, affects the markets. There are a lot of factors that move the market. Currently, as we all know, US elections are the ones that are moving the market because if you see in the past three, four days, it has been insane. The markets have been very volatile and Indian markets, if you see, they have just shot up like a shot up insanely. Like I'm, I'm, I was 
surprised that the markets went this up but so it's it's hard to say what the impact of this hearing will be on the on the markets on the world economy because it's difficult to quantify the effect of that but you know the only company that can be immediately impacted is google because you know if it, if it loses the apple deal it would be a big blow for it and you know how deeply it would be impacted is still hard to say you know the numbers are not there with us so that is something that would happen in the future but currently you know google's stock price has been unaffected by all of this so you know this shows you that the investors in google they are pretty confident that sundar pichai and the top level management at google they will ride this thing out it will it will be it will not be that easy but they are pretty confident in the company and you know the past track record says that google has been able to manage this stuff very easily so that's something and uh, even if we talk about the other three big tech companies you know their stock has been re- relatively stable it has been volatile in the past one month but it has been stable there's no big price movement but you know it will be interesting to see what happens to these big tech companies if the lawsuit goes against google that is when things will get really interesting because then you know these other three companies also will have to be on their toes because you know they they if they make any mistake then you know the government and the department of justice might be coming after them so it's all in the future we cannot quantify the effect right now but it's interesting uh, to see what happens if if things go bad for google well uh, definitely siddhartha and uh, you know it's it's been a pleasure being on your show again uh, you're a great host and hmm. and i'm looking forward to more such sessions and this this whole topic is in fact very interesting and a very good follow up uh, to our previous episode on on competition law and the uh, antitrust hearing because over here it's basically uh, not only the ongoing hearing but it's the findings which the committee had in its report and which which are going to have major implications on not only the us economy the world economy especially now with the new political establishment coming in after the election so let's see how how these measures are implemented by the government and by the agencies in the us definitely i mean we should probably do a follow up show off on this one uh, probably whenever we have more material whenever we have more updates but again utsav it was a pleasure having you on the show and every time i have anything related to the law or anything related to policies and stuff you are the person that i go to so you know it is it's a pleasure talking to you and uh, i hope to have you back on the show soon for sure for sure cheers uh, looking forward to more successes all right guys that does it for today's edition of bazaar people on the show may have certain recommendations to buy or sell but don't buy or sell based on what you hear do your own research before you take any investing decision uh, you can reach out to us at the bazaar podcast at gmail.com we would we would love to know what you think of the show and you know how we can improve the quality of the content and you know what we can do to make this a better listening experience so you know just have a great weekend and we'll see you next week